Welcome to Build Up with Mike Evans. Enjoy listening. We just celebrated Easter. Jesus has resurrected. Everything has changed. History has been forever changed because of this moment. It has proven that Jesus is who he said that he was. Now what? Now what? What's next? What was next for the disciples? What's next for all of us now? In one of Jesus' final instructions to his followers, he's going to let them know what is next for them. In Luke 24, starting in verse 46, it says this. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. And that repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name in all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending you the promise of my father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. So this is Jesus' final instructions to, to, to his disciples before he's going to go back to heaven. And he says, all right, Christ has suffered. He rose again on the third day. And now it's all about repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And that should be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning right here in Jerusalem. And it says that you were witnesses of these things. You saw it. But. I am going to send the promise of my father upon you. So stay right here. Stay right here in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. So what was next for the disciples? I mean, how exciting is that, that it didn't end there. You know, Jesus was born. He lived on this earth. He had his ministry and he died on the cross, and then he defeated death and rose again on the third day. And he didn't just say, peace out to everyone. I'll see you later. Now there's something that is next for everyone that says yes to Jesus. And something that was next for the disciples right now. And so Jesus told them, you you can't just go and start proclaiming my name and repentance for the forgiveness of, of sins. You can't start doing that throughout throughout all the nations right now because you're missing something you need what is next he says i'm going to my father and i'm going to send you the promise and i want you to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high and that is what was next for the disciples it was to be clothed with power from on high. That was going to be the only way that they were going to be able to fulfill what Jesus just told them, that they were going to go into all the nations proclaiming his name, proclaiming repentance and the forgiveness of sins. But you can't do it on your own. You're going to fail. You can't do it on your own. Wait right here until you are clothed with power from on high. And that is what is next for all of us today. That was what was next for the disciples. And that is what is next for all of us right now. That's the exciting part about serving Jesus is that you just don't say yes to Jesus and then you receive salvation. And now you know that whenever your time on earth is done, now you're going to heaven. Praise God. That is awesome. But now we all have something that's next that's meant for us right here, 
right now on earth. And that is for us to be clothed in power from on high. So what is that? What does that mean, power from on high? Well, Paul's going to explain it to a young church, to Gentiles just like you and me, non-Jews. In the book of Romans, uh, chapter 8, starting in verse 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So we were all dead because of sin. That's what that's what our flesh is. But when you receive Jesus, it said now you are you are given life through righteousness because of Jesus. And here is the crazy part, you guys, that the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it said, will also give life to your mortal, your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is now the same spirit that dwells inside of all of us. And this is being clothed with power from on high. So now when you receive Jesus and now his spirit, the Holy Spirit is is living in you, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. Now this gives us life. It gives us life, and now it gives us the power to go and live and be a new creation. No longer acting like our old self, but now we're in the spirit. We're not in the flesh anymore. Now we are in the spirit, and we can go and do what God has called us to do because we are clothed with power from on high. So how do we use this? Right. I mean, it sounds wonderful to be clothed with power from on high. How do we use this exactly? Well, the first way that we use this is to be dead to sin. That we are now dead to sin because we are clothed with power from on high. Our flesh, remember sin, it no longer has a hold on us. That's what that means. That's what it means to be clothed with power from on high. That we don't have to have to give in to sin. In fact, in in Romans 8.10, it says this. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Sin separates us from the Father, you guys. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, and now Christ lives in us, it says that the spirit is life because of righteousness. So what does this mean? It means that this life that we now have because of the spirit of Jesus that rose him from the dead that now lives in us, it means you are not your past sin. It means your past sin, whatever shame or, or guilt that your mistakes may have, may have brought upon you, it doesn't have to have a hold on you anymore. That is being clothed with power from on high. Your past sin does not have to have a hold on you. It doesn't have to dictate who you are or who you're going to be. It also means that your current temptations that, that, that you face, it doesn't have to have a hold on you either. 
because the spirit now lives in you. And it says that no matter what temptation comes, God will always provide a way out. And we have the power now living inside of us that we don't have to give in to temptation, but we can find that way out and not let our any current temptations have a hold on us. And it also means that our future is now secured in Christ. Being clothed with power from on high, it means that our future is secured in Christ. That means that we don't have to have fear, worries, anxiety of what might happen, of, of, of uh, you know, what's going to happen next. Is there going to be another pandemic? Is, is everything going to be okay with my kids? Is everything going to be all right with my finances and my job? We, our future is secured in Christ. In Christ, because of what he did for us on the cross and his spirit that rose him from the dead that now lives in us. You know, in summary, this this power that we all now have is it what it does is that it makes us an overcomer. It makes us an overcomer through Christ, an overcomer of our past, an overcomer of current situations and an overcomer of anything that we will face in the future. In 1 John 4, 4, John wrote this, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. He that is in you, the spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, that now lives in you, if you have accepted and given your heart to Jesus, that spirit is greater than he who is in the world. Remember that that Christ in you is greater than any wrong desire in you. That doesn't mean that temptations won't be there. That doesn't mean that our past won't creep up on us and and then want to get our attention and remember the things that we did. But it means that Christ in us, the spirit in us is greater than any of those wrong desires that are in us. And the second way that we live life now being clothed in power what that means is that we understand that he is always with us we understand that living being clothed with power from on high it means that he is always with us in the great commission jesus final final instructions to his disciples he says this in matthew 28 19 through 20 go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This power that we have is the assurance that Jesus is always with us to the end of the age. So it doesn't matter what you are going through right now or what you will go through later on. You can know, you can be assured that because that Jesus, the spirit that rose him from the dead, that now lives in you, it means that you will never go through it alone. No matter what life throws at you, you will not go through it alone. And this is a reason to celebrate you guys. And one of my favorite stories in scripture that really helps us understand this is the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These are three Hebrew slaves now living in Babylon. And and in Daniel chapter three, 
verse 24, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar, he's going to he's going to have this huge old idol that it says whenever you hear the, the, the trumpet blast and the music play, everyone bow down and worship. Well, that happens and everyone bows down except for these three Hebrew slaves. They don't bow down. And then the king go, goes and tells them, hey, look, you three, you better bow down or else you're going to be thrown into a, a big fiery furnace and be burned alive. And they say, king, whether, whether you throw us in there or not, whether our, 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 our God saves us or not, we are not going to bow down to the statue. And so the music blasts again. They don't bow down. And so they get bound up. And then the guard that takes them over to throw them into the fiery furnace, it, that furnace is so hot that it actually kills the guard just by being so close to it. And so now Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are in the fiery furnace. And this is what happens. The king Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, true, O king. He answered and said to them, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. You are not alone. No matter where life takes you, if it takes you to some strange, uncomfortable, unfamiliar place like it did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whether something is happening to you in life that seems unfair, not right, not just, this is the power that we get to live with for the rest of our lives, knowing that no matter where we go, no matter what we're going through, that we are not alone. Just as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wasn't alone, but, but God was there with them walking in the fire, Jesus is with us now to the end of the age, and that is power. That is the power that we have living inside of us. You are not alone no matter what happens no matter where you go no matter what no matter what you're going through you are not alone Jesus is going to describe even more about this power that we have and what it means to be clothed in this power in John 14:12 it says very truly i tell you whoever believes in me will do the works that i have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Jesus tells them, because I am going to the Father, anyone that believes in me, they're going to do the works that I do, and they're going to do even greater works than I do. Now, this sounds unfathomable, right? I mean, this is Jesus, the Son of God that we're talking about. This is Jesus who walked on water, who multiplied, you know, bread and fish and 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 who turned water into wine and and who healed the sick and raised the dead. I mean, how could we ever heard about millions of these reports going on if Jesus just said that we'll do even greater things than these? How come we haven't been hearing about millions reports of this happening since then? What we have to understand is the greater things that Jesus is talking about here. This is the power of the Holy Spirit that is now living in us. Power to go and live and be and do what God has called us to do for his kingdom to grow and expand throughout the world. That is the greater things. The greater works 
than these that Jesus was talking about. He was not talking about, you know, sensational works, greater sensational works. He wasn't saying that, oh, you know, now we're going to be able to fly and, and then we're going to be able to shoot laser beams out of our eyes because we can do greater things now. That's not what Jesus meant here. What Jesus was saying was that he was going to go to the Father, but now anyone that believes in me will do these things and greater things because his kingdom is going to be able to grow now all throughout the world and see lives transformed, new creations being made because he goes to the Father and sends the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And 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 this promise was that that you know seemed impossible it came it came right away peter just a couple weeks after jesus you know gives them the great commission message he's going to be in the upper room on the day of pentecost the holy spirit is going to fall and fill them up and then he's going to give up and preach the first sermon ever and then in that moment after Peter preaches that first sermon, more people will, will be converted and, and believe and follow Jesus than recorded than, uh, during Jesus' entire ministry on earth. In one day, one day the church grew more than Jesus' entire ministry on earth. And that is the greater things that we get to experience. And this is a reason to celebrate you guys. That we don't say yes to Jesus and then the story's over and then we live the rest of our life and then go to heaven someday. No. We get to now live the rest of our life being clothed in power through the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead that now dwells in us. And we get to, 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 to see that Spirit at work by the transformation of lives by the kingdom of God growing and expanding all throughout the world. And this is what we get to live with now. So I just want to encourage all of us out there today that when we say yes to Jesus, the story doesn't end there. The story just begins. Now we are clothed with power from on high because of his spirit that rose in from the dead that now lives in us. We have the Holy Spirit to give us the power to be dead to sin, to be dead to, to, be dead to, our, to, our, to our past, not to give in to any current temptations, and not to live in fear or worry of the future. And we also have power to know that Jesus is with us wherever we go. And now we get to see the kingdom of God grow and expand like never before. Let's access that power. Let's ask God for more of that power. Let's ask God for, for divine opportunities for us as we're at work, at home, wherever we are, to just to be able to ha have access to that power, use that power, and see God do incredible things through us. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you so much. Thank you so much for what you did for us on the cross. And that same spirit now that rose you from the dead that lives in us, when we say yes to you, now it says that that spirit is greater than anything that's out there in the world that we'll face. Thank you so much for that. I pray that just that we will just, just, just walk and live in acknowledgement of that, that we have the, the, the power from on high living in us to go and live and be a new creation, to go and 
and a, and a make disciples of all nations to see your kingdom grow and expand and lives transformed. So, Father, present us with opportunities to see that power at work. It's all through you, Jesus. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.